Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. I'm your host for this week, Robert Garcia, and I'm joined by co-host, Kelvin Rolon. If you're new to the show, we are the podcast that discuss the latest gaming news. Before we get into news this week, Kelv, how's your week? It's been busy, man. I've had a lot <laughs> oh, of, yeah. a lot of uh, struggles at work. Um, for those that don't know, I work at a hospital. And yeah. for those that don't know, we are in a pandemic right now. So uh, it's it's been pretty rough at work, I will say that. Yeah, I, I have to say the same. We actually couldn't spend the holidays with uh, my girlfriend's parents. Um, yeah, that was not fun. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, this is not the place to talk about this, but everyone, if you can get your vaccines, please do. And continue wearing masks because it's going to help not just you, gonna- but also people <laughs> like me that work yeah. in healthcare. Because it's struggling with in the ED alone, like we we hold about seventy five rooms in patients alone, we're overflowing with over one hundred and ten patients, and they're all on the hallways. Like just it looks like some Walking Dead shit right now. So so please, uh, you know, do your part. Yeah, but enough about that, right, Kelv? We're here to talk about games, right? Yep, let's do it. Did you get any cool gaming gifts during for the holidays? You know what I. Didn't that's wild? I didn't. I think this is where, like, I'm an adult now. Like, this is exactly the problem. I'm 31 years old or 30 years old right now, and now people are like, "No, he doesn't need anything gaming related." They're wrong, but uh, it's like, damn, this is it. Like, I'm, I'm not getting anything gaming related now. It's crazy. Wild, wild. I I got a few pieces of game. I got a uh, Stardew Valley, which was a game. That I got, I got like these cool little thumb, uh, like covers for my Switch, but they're like Pokeballs. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. I got like a little like PlayStation emblem, glow in the dark thing, like a little light. Basically, right. it's, I don't know if you, yeah, like what you have essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm probably missing something else. Oh, I got like a bunch of like PlayStation Five accessories, which is always great. Okay. Um, I got like the the charge station and so you got you, you got you got some really nice gifts then that's really dope. I, I was I was I was set up game wise like. I I will say I think I mean, I guess I did get gaming stuff. I did get a lot of uh, gift cards. So I got like a PlayStation Plus gift card. I got a Nintendo gift card, and I got a PlayStation Store gift card. So that's that's something. Yeah, which is like sometimes the best things because you just pick what you want. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Well. Kelv, let's move on to our only piece of news this week because it's the holiday, so there's not a ton going going on with uh, the gaming world, right? Right, yeah. But right now it's slow, but... It's very slow. Everyone's on vacation. Everyone's on holiday, mm-hmm. so... First piece of news for today, and the only news is John Madden dies. The person at the popular football, Madden, is named after. So, Kelv, John Madden died... He died Tuesday night. He's the reason why the NFL video game Madden is called Madden. So, Kelf, ask me, who is who is John Madden? <laughs> right? Who's John Madden, Rob? Who's John Madden? Thank you, thank you. Do you know who he is at all? I I, I know of him. Yeah, okay. I don't know like exactly like his past history and all that stuff. But yeah. so he was a legendary football coach and broadcaster uh, for the NFL. Um, he was in the NFL. Like he played for the NFL when he was younger. He got hurt and then it went into coaching. 
Um, he is the winningest coach in Raiders history. Um, he brought them to a Super Bowl. He later stepped down after and be, ended up being a basically one of the uh, greatest broadcasters of all of NFL history. Um, he won 16 Emmy Awards Jesus. for his broadcasting. How wild is that? That's insane. So, basically, the way Madden is known as Madden, the games, is EA approached Madden in the mid-80s for an endorsement, right? Um, the way the game was made, though, the game was designed where it was a 7-on-7 seven seven matchup, right, with the football players. Okay. But as we know, actual football games are 11 versus 11. So Madden said he didn't want to do anything with the game unless they did the 11-on-11. 11 11. He's like, I don't want to work on this or I don't want to be endorsing this if it's not authentic like the real game. So he made basically EA redevelop the game so it was 11 v 11 instead of just a 7 on 7. So he wanted the game to be more realistic versus it being a video game or versus it being, you know, you know what I mean like it. So yeah. that's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean it it shows that he had a lot of um you know, he he there, there was potential in what he was doing cuz he had a lot of say in what EA was able to do, you know. So he was a and I'm really in a powerful person in the in the, in the uh, EA industry there. You know? and, and granted, EA at the time wasn't as big as sure. yeah. they are they are now, right? True, true. Uh, so that that was kind of crazy that he was just like, no, I'm not going to endorse your game unless you make it more realistic, like how it is in real life. Which at the time, video games were not supposed to be realistic; they were supposed to just be fantasy, right? right. Um, whereas, like nowadays, I feel like we we complain about all these. If, if there's any type of bugs, we're like, oh my god, this game is sucks. This is awful. You know, that's yeah, that's a terrible mentality to have. But that it is, there are some people that are like that, yeah, for sure. Right. So the first Madden game was released in 1988 for Apple computers. So it was only exclusive to Apple computers, which is so weird to say because, like, look now, Apple isn't really known for gaming. Yeah, you that's know, weird, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wouldn't be till few year, few years later, um, till it would be released on the home consoles, so SNES, all that kind of stuff. Um, so interesting, Madden actually viewed the games as teaching devices for football than actual games themselves. Hmm. He didn't see them as video games. He saw them as like you can teach someone how to play football right. involving these games because they had all the plays and stuff like that. Um, so that's pretty interesting. So, Kelf, how much did he make off the Madden series? Let me give you a number. I guess. Yeah. How much do you think this guy made off of Madden? The video game. I really can't even. So just throw a number out there. Uh, like in total or throughout the lifespan? I would say total. Total amount of money he probably made off of the. I would say like, over, I don't know, like over 200 mil or something. I don't know. <laughs> you're actually pretty, you're pretty close. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in 2005, he signed a deal for the, with EA. Yeah. Worth a hundred and fifty okay. mil, okay, to use his name forever. Mm. So if you ever wondered how much how much you're worth with, with your name, for him it was a hundred and fifty mil. And EA just said, "Hey, we'll give you a hundred and fifty mil just to have your name on our games forever, wow. till the end of time." 
When, yeah. You taking that deal, Kelf? Huh? You taking that deal? Oh, 100%. You want to <laughs> you you slap my name on every single game that you make? Yeah, why not? Um, so, and this was back in 2005, too, which is yeah. kind of wild. Um, fun fact, he was actually offered to purchase unlimited amount of stock from EA, but he didn't want to. He opted not to do it. 100%. So, at the time, EA stock was $7.50. In a, within a span of 10 years, that $7.50 stock jumped to $70. A stock, a share. Wow. So he said that that was like one of the worst decisions of his life yeah. to not buy shares into yeah. EA because of how much it made afterwards. Um, yeah, he was eighty-five years old, and it was a sad. It's a sad day in the, in the NFL world. He was a big, integral part. Um, Crazy. Yeah. I think it, it sucks. You know, like you know, he was very he was he was a part of the gaming industry. Obviously, he was a part of the NFL industry as well, but he kind of made his way into the gaming industry just because of EA and how they kind of expanded and made themselves kind of that sports uh, company, right, for, for games. Right. And it, it's, it sucks, you know, that he he had to kind of go, but did they say why he died? Like, what, what, did, I don't see, I didn't see anything at, at this point in time that why he, why he passed. Um, again, he is, he was 85, so he was a little yeah. on the older side, right? So I knew um, a little bit about his history only because I don't know if you ever watched this Netflix show uh, called High Score. No, I never seen it. It's, uh, it's basically, it's like basically about computer games and how they were okay. built and how they were made and just like the history of it. And I I want to I want to say one of the episodes I, I think it was probably episode one was with EA and um, John Madden. So if you are interested, you can take a look and check. And they kind of went into the history of like him get, signing with EA and kind of doing that whole deal that you just basically explained. Um, and it was pretty interesting when I saw. It. I'm like, oh shit! Like this is like really interesting to see how he's gone from being a coach and kind of just changing where he started to like where he was you know so it was pretty cool you should check it out awesome yeah i like i said it's a sad day in the nfl world and i guarantee you moving forward like the next iteration of madden will have his face on it again will be some kind of tribute to him because usually the madden covers have like an nfl player you know they have like the the MVP or just they just pick a a player to to grace the cover, um, but I think for this next iteration of Madden, it's a hundred percent going to be him gracing the cover of it, of it. So, so um, do you think in the future installments they they're going to keep the name for sure? But is he usually I, on the front cover at all, or it's just his name? That's a good question. Um, so I think until I want to say two thousand and one. I'm not. Don't quote me on it, but. Up to that point, they put his face on it, and then after that, they started. That's when they started putting the uh, the players on players. on the cover. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, but again, I think twenty next man will have his face hundred percent. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm sure. Well, he didn't leave without plenty of accomplishments. So, um, you know, he, he's done good. Yeah, his legacy will certainly live on. That's for sure. All right, Kelv. Uh, anything else about that topic? Got anything else to say about 
Not really. I mean, for those that don't know, I'm not a huge like football fan, so I know of you know John Madden and and some of his legacy, but I just I'm not a huge football fan, so <laughs> I apologize for that. You're not. You just. I never actually was a huge Madden fan either. As like not actually like as a person, uh, John Madden, but I'm saying the game itself. Like I never oh. was really into Madden that much. Well, that, that's the thing with you. Like you are. Uh, you're a fan of football, but you don't play any of the football games, or have you ever tried them? And what what has it? What have they done for you? You know, well, not really anything. I get. I would say I haven't tried them enough to know, but I I rather just like watch a football game than, than play a video game of a football game. Mm. You know, so uh, I'm not gonna say no to like if someone wants to play real quick, I'll definitely play. But again, I like to teach me the controls, and I got to learn how to play the plays and stuff. But right, right, um, yeah. All right, well, that is our only piece of news for this week. Again, very slow week, so we're going to jump into PCG Talks, where me and Kelvin have a conversation about any random topic, so let's jump in. All right, Kelv, for PTG Talks, the conversation piece that I present to you is let's reflect on the top your top three gaming moments of 2021, and then we're also going to add a bonus, your most disappointing gaming moment of 2021. So you're going to go first. I guess you'll go first and then I'll go next. Yeah. And we'll do all three. Um, so what, let's start with number one, Kel. What was your third most hype gaming moment of this year? Third hype gaming moment. Uh, you know, I might be regretting some of these, um, top, some of these decisions that I make. I'll probably think about something way better later on, but as of right now where it stands, I remember, for me at least, again, this is my opinion, Sony taking the whole Discord thing was kind of big for me. And I thought that was like a huge, like, oh shit moment. Because uh, at first... I, I could see that. At first it was uh, rumored to have Microsoft, right? My, Microsoft was the one that was kind of having talks with Discord and having implementing that into their system. And then all of a sudden we hear that Sony is actually taking um, the initiative to have Discord in their system. So that was like, oh shit, like this is really happening, especially since we've talked about it for so long prior to having a PS5. We're like, damn, I really hope that this next gen will have some type of Discord implementations to the console. So that way we don't have to worry about chatting and stuff like that. We just have like a actual, you know, full fledged chat system, you know. So this was big for me. Although we haven't heard anything yet, which is <laughs> kind of shitty after that, but whatever. Yeah, at the time. It was definitely big news, for sure. Obviously, looking back, retros- you know, in retrospect, it didn't happen yet. No- nothing has come to fruition. Um, and that's kind of why, I guess it wasn't a rumor. It was more of a discussion. Like, they were in talk. So it's not necessarily a rumor. They just didn't come into into terms, essentially, right, right. is what happened. Um, but, but that was exciting. And I really hope, eventually, they add Discord to PS5. Cause it it is happening. Like, it's not like it's not. But yeah. it's just, I know it takes time, but I wish at this point in time we would have some information. We have no information besides what they announced back in, whatever, June or July, was it? Right. Well, I will tell you, they are light years ahead of like the chat system compared to Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> like I Nintendo still have yet yeah. to use the chat system on Nintendo Switch. And you've had your system for what five years, something like that. Some, How many years? Yeah, something it? like that. But this is still huge. Like six months down the line, 
we may have this system. We may have this implemented on PS5 or maybe a year down the line. I don't know. But at some point next year, we have to get information. And I'm just wondering when. And then the other big question is, how well is it going to be implemented on PS5? Because we've talked about this before where, sure, we can have Discord, but how well will it be able to run Discord? And can I do seamless things like how I do on PC where I can just show you my screen or I can just right. send you videos or like, you know, I just want it to be as flawless as it is on PC. And I feel like it's not going to be, but as long as the chat system works, it's okay. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. As long as it works, it works okay. Like there's not like dropping calls and everything's acting all, all wonky or something crashing. I'm okay with it. Even if the streaming is a little fuzzy at first, I'm okay. I just want to be able to connect it with all my friends in in, 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 a, in, a, in a server, you know? Uh, just click on the, the the app icon, log in with your credentials, and boom, you have access to all your all your buddies. So hopefully that'll work. That, that'll be, it'll work the way it's supposed to work, but we have to first get there. We have to first, like, they have to first announce, like, we're actually doing this, and then we can talk about how well it's going to work, you know? Yeah. All right, Kelvin, I'm going to go next. Yeah, I'm going to go next. My most hype, my third most hype moment of 2021 was when the Steam Deck got announced. Ooh, that was going to be one of mine. Yeah, that's But nice. it was. Is it, is it one of yours right no, now or no? No, it's not. It's not. Okay. It's not. I definitely think our top one is the same, which 100%. might work out. Yeah, I think I know what's our top one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Steam Deck was just kind of like a welcome surprise. You know, in the, in the world where uh, the, essentially from what Steam or Valve was promising is like you can play any Steam gay, a Steam game, <laughs> Steam, yeah, Steam game on the go, yep. you know? Yep. So to be able to have that in the palm of my hand and it actually runs like Windows, right? Like I can go and just like use a P, as a PC. That's yep. pretty cool. You can undock it. It just was like so refreshing to be like, wow. This doesn't actually seem like a waste of money. Like, like I don't want to say a gaming laptop is a waste of money, but right. like this is like a more beefier powered Switch without the Nintendo titles, but I can play literally anything else I want on the go, which is huge. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I agree. I mean, that would have been one of my top three for sure. Um, I it's it's still one of those things where we still have yet to know much about it because no one's gotten hands-on with it or they have but not like to the extent where there's like previews i mean there is there's previews around that we've we've watched and stuff but they're we're not getting closer to release because i think they delayed it for i think like later down february march around there so there's still a few months away but damn it is it is uh refreshing like you said a refreshing piece of uh, hardware to have and knowing that you're able to play any game that you have on your Steam library and just kind of go play on the go. How beefy it is is a little kind of worrisome for me, but there's so many things that you can do with that thing that I'm so excited to try it out. And we have ours pre-ordered. Yeah, and you have Game Pass. You can download Game Pass on it. Right. You can play all your Xbox games on there. So it's 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 pretty cool, man. I think it's a cool little nifty piece of technology to just have and... Um, for for everyone wanting that like Switch Pro or you know 4K model, this this kind of like fits. Not I don't want to say puts a bandage on it, but this is kind of like a solution to that. Sure. Minus the obviously the the first party uh, 
titles from Nintendo, but you can always emulate stuff, you know. Yeah, it's just going to be, again, it's one of those things, same thing with the Discord app. I want to see how it plays out. I want to see how it works. We actually have it hands-on because I just want to make sure that this is exactly what I'm thinking this is. Um, Based off of what I've seen, I'm hopeful. There's a lot of promises, a lot of positive things about this, but I'm also a little weary because this is, I don't know. Valve doesn't have like the best track track work record when it comes to releasing consoles. With hardware. Yeah, definitely with hardware. So that's what I'm a little worried about. And I'm just like, but I I feel like that is also good news because they've had mistakes in the past, which now Mm -hmm. they're able to fix and correct these mistakes to have this like perfect, not perfect, but you know, like almost perfect console now, you know? Yeah. Honorable mention for that was the One X player, which was a, was similar to the Steam Deck, but it was a lot more expensive. I think the One X player was like a th- like eight hundred bucks or something like that. Right. Um, and it was from a company that we haven't really heard of before. Um, and it does kind of like this like similar things, but I, I think the Steam Deck came out on top as far as like what people preferred. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited for that Steam Deck, and I want to see it in person. Um, so that was my number, my uh, number three. Yeah. All right, number two, Kelf. Uh, my number two was, and you might not even agree with this one, but this is uh, for me. It was Splinter Cell and Dead Space remake. You're kind of cheat. That's kind of cheating. That's two, but we'll, we'll allow it. Well, I'm in a whole. It's like remakes that I wanted. Okay. For for a while, because those two games, I I adored those two games. Dead Space One was like, oh, I loved Dead Space One and Two, and Splinter Cell series I love. So for them to actually be announced as remakes this year, and then hopefully you know the year or two to come down the line, I'm super stoked. Like that was one of those big moments for me. I'm like, yes, finally, like this is what I wanted, and I'm sure it was gonna happen, but I didn't know when. And we have the announcement, so I'm like, yes, you know, like I was super excited for that. Um, but I, I know a lot of people won't be like, they're like, okay, that's really that's sort of like your top three gaming moments of all time this year. But like for me, those were like exciting um, two games that I would love to try out again. You know. Now I'm confused about your number one. I'm kind of confused at what your number one is. Uh, oh, saying that, but- you can't. There's no way. You know the number one. Come on. Okay. I'm surprised that Spider-Man 2 announcement wasn't your number two. No, I, I, I just don't, I don't know. It's one of those games where I love Spider-Man, obviously, but Spider-Man 2 got me excited, but... Not like Splinter Cell. I'm, I'm not like... Dead Space. I'm not like looking for information. I'm not like waiting right, for the right, anticipation right, right. of it. Like these two games, I can't wait till they show more. I can't wait to actually get my hands on Spider-Man. I know it's going to be great. Like that's going to be down the line. I'm not worried about it, but I know that's going to be fantastic. But still, these two games kind of spoke to me because I have some type of like history with these two games. You know? Yeah, I definitely want to see. I'm more excited for the Splinter Cell remake just because that one's a little older mm-hmm. of a game. And I love the tactical espionage uh, kind of style. Yeah. Dead Space, a little more, you know, we know what to expect. We know what's going to happen with Dead Space. We kind of have an idea of how they're going to do it. Yeah. But with Splinter Cell, we have no idea how they're going to do it. So it's up in the air. True, true. Uh, But it is definitely exciting. And I'm sure you're going to have that one, that game day one. Both of them day one. 
hundred percent. Yeah. What about you? Number two for me was the Metroid Dread announcement at Ooh, uh, yeah. Nintendo Direct. That one I didn't was that. Yeah. I feel like that was a pleasant surprise. They were just like, here's a new Metroid game. I know you guys want Metroid Prime 4. We can't give you to give you that right now. We are working on it. But here's something to kind of tie you over mm-hmm. until we make the announcement for it. And they were like, it comes out three months from now. And I was like, wow. Yep. And it was Good fantastic. Job. And it was that game was was great. Fantastic. Just perfect game to try on the the OLED switch mm-hmm. and I had a blast. I literally beat it, I think, in a week and a half because I couldn't get enough of it. And just just a nice, refreshing game, too, because it was like a side-scroller. And it, it, it was just what I needed at the time. Yeah. So it was, it was such a smart move to actually have that game paired up with the OLED model as well. Like, it coming out the same day as the OLED model because it was a great showpiece to the OLED model and vice versa, right? Like, it just kind of, they both yeah. complemented each other well. Yeah, and the game is just works so well as as a handheld game, um, because it was a it's a successor to Metroid Fusion, which a lot of people regard as one of the best Metroid games of all time. So and this was our almost like our almost our very first Metroid game, right? I've played mm-hmm. Prime, you've played Prime too, but we've never really like kind of stuck by a Metroid game until now. Yeah, I wouldn't say I, I enjoyed Fusion a lot. I played Fusion. And I, and I beat Fusion. That, that was great. Um, so this was kind of like a callback to Fusion. Like when I was playing this, I was like, oh my god, this is this is like Fusion again. Yeah. I'm playing it. But um, it I never felt played badass. Fusion, but it I, I knew of it, obviously. But yeah. it just felt great. Like you said, everything about it, I'm like, this is exactly what I needed. I, I love this type of game, gameplay mechanic. And I was a little worried, though, because of that like, kind of going back and forth thing. But it just hooked me so well. I was like, "Damn, this is this is great." The the fighting was dope. The the cutscenes were awesome. Like there was just so many cool things that complemented well that I was just like, "I have to finish this game." And you you finished it in like a week. I took like maybe three weeks or something like that. But man, it was a ride. It was definitely a ride. It was also nice because that game didn't hold your hand. It when no. it started, it was just like, "Here you go, play the game, done," yep. and then you figure it out. Um, yep. And that's and you appreciate that stuff when, uh, especially now when games are like we're going to do like a half an hour tutorial about how do you do this? And it's like, Oh my God, I just want to go in and jump in, yeah. you know? All right. So do you want to say at the same time? Let's do it at the same time. Cause I, I am more than confident that this is our number one for sure. There's no way that it's all right. Here you go. Ready? Out of one, three, two, three. Sore, sore for smash, smash, right? Yeah. 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 So smash. Like that's, that's just, come it, on. it was a given like, that day was it will go down as the best day in October ever, and I remember it vividly. I was in I was in Puerto Rico, and if you guys want to check out our reaction, we have oh, it yeah, on YouTube. It. We have it on YouTube, so check that out at Project Tech Gaming. And oh my God, we screamed like little girls. But it was a day that I would never forget. Yeah, Sora being in Super Smash Brothers was. Like a dream come tr- come true for us as like young teenage selves, we're just like, oh my god, it's finally happening! Because we've been wanting Sora and Smash for since we were like teenagers, literally, yeah. right? Yeah. So man. when they actually released it, just like they did it, the motherfuckers. It took them all those many years, but they they finally did it, 
And that's what was huge about it, right? Like, they did something this astronomical. Like, this is something that, like, you would never expect them to actually pull off. But Sakurai did it. Sakurai was able to do these. It was kind of like that. uh, I'm not going to spoil it. It was just like they did something crazy. Like, they did something fucking that you would never guess would happen. So, that that was the biggest part to it. And then, obviously, us just being excited that Sora was in Smash was also cherry on top. I, I had no war. I was literally screaming like a little girl. And up to that point, though, that whole year of trying to figure out what when is he going to be in it? Who's the next character? Is he even going to be in it at all? And I remember after, like, the last character, I was like, he's not going to be in it. There's no way he's going to be in it because right. there was like Waluigi. There was some other character that were just like, it's going to be one of these. And if he's not in there, now, if he's not in here now, he might not even be in it. Like we already lost his spots, but you're not out unless you're a me costume. If you're, if you're not a me costume, mm-hmm. you're still in. So yeah, that'll go down for me. 2021 best game announcement ever, or Absolutely. you know, announcement was Sora being in smash was, everything that i don't know i could ever hope for in for smash like that was the cherry on top of smash and i'm happy with that you know yeah man i mean there's just so many things that i can say about this announcement it just made me so happy i don't know i just i didn't know what to do I, in, in that video if you guys watch it we were i was i my video i think rob's video was a little delayed or i was delayed whatever and i was screaming I was at the delayed. top of my lungs the last like and Rob was like, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? And then he sees it like five seconds later. And we just start like screaming at the top of our lungs. It was just a great moment for us both because it was, I wish we caught the whole Joker um, announcement when it first came out. Cause that was another monumental like experience for us because we were watching it at the same time, but we weren't recording, but we were, we had tears coming down our face when we saw that. Like we were actually crying as fucking grown men. I, I think that was more of like bewilderment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That wasn't necessarily like hype like Sora was because Sora is like you have an emotional attachment to to, to Sora as a character. Right. But Joker, you're just like, how did they pull this off? Yeah. Like your mind exploded. Like literally, I was just like, what? That means like anyone could be in this game now. Anyone. Exactly. And it was was just – and we're like big Persona fans, so we're just like – and we were just off the hype train for Persona 5, so that really made that much more, like, appealing to us. Like, if, if we'd never played Persona 5, then it would have been like, oh, shit, that's crazy. But the fact right. that we played it, we're like, oh, my God, we love the game to death. So that just, it was insane. So, I'm sorry, but, like, Smash Brothers kind of took this year for us uh, yeah. because of Smash. I mean, because of Sora and because of like joker being announced back in 2018 like those things were like forever i would always remember those days for sure i'm definitely going to be sad for next year when we start doing uh obviously news and we're not going to have any super smash brother uh dlc fighter news anymore yeah. like a lot of the leader was like who's going to be a new dlc fighter and it's we don't have that anymore it's, it's done that. but it's it it's but okay. it, like you said it definitely it it left with a bang so yeah I'm, definitely I'm bittersweet yeah that's for sure, for sure. Before we end the podcast, Kel, I want your most disappointing moment of 2021 game was. I thought about this one and I'm like, I don't know if this is the most disappointing anymore because I'm sure there were way more disappointing moments, but this is not that fun. I'm going to be honest, but for me, it was 
the whole battlefield flopping because I was very into <laughs> hoping that this game would be like up there and it would be like my next like go to game, and it definitely wasn't. So I was very disappointed with the fact that it didn't do well. Yeah, you were pretty hyped about Battlefield, and I was like, I don't trust it. Yeah. I don't trust it. I should have. I should have trusted you on that. Usually, you're like the Debbie Downer guy, and I'm like, Nah, I'm not gonna listen to you. But I should have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I even tried it. I tried it out. I downloaded the beta, whatever it was, the yeah, early yeah. access, and then I was like, This game is trash. <laughs> I was like, Kel, it sucks. And it's unfortunate because you remember that game, like Battle Battle Battlefield Bad Company Two. Yes. How much fun you have playing those games, and this game just felt like a mess. I almost just feel like with with how bad Battlefield's been, kind of with the streak that it's been having lately. I almost feel like maybe I was wrong about Battlefield Bad Company Two. Maybe it is a bad game, and if I go back to it now, is it what I think about? You know what I mean? Like when you go back to to a certain game or a certain movie, you're like, "Oh my god, that was the best movie ever! I gotta watch it again." And then you actually go back to it years down the line. You're like, "Oh, it's not as good as I thought it was." You know? No, I think it was as good as you'd remember it because I remember it was innovative, right? It had the destructible environments and it had all that kind of stuff, and they had the frostbite engine working for it, so that was new at the time. Whereas Battlefield, the newest one, it doesn't. There's nothing new that feels new. Honestly, I <laughs> I had a friend. Who downloaded Battlefield because we we're gonna play together, and he got into the game, and we're trying to invite each other, and we couldn't. Invite, it wasn't working. I'm like, why? Why is the invite not working? He downloaded Battlefield Five instead. No, and was funny. playing through. Ba- and he, but that's that's bad. Mm-hmm. The fact that he we couldn't tell the difference between Battlefield Five and if we're playing the newest Battlefield. That that's not good. That's, so yeah. then we actually got and played it, and it were it was just a bad time. And that's how you know. That's how you know that 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 game's. I mean, we bad. gave it a fair shot, and I, I played it for a good. I was like three hours or so. I think combined with you and, and just like my own gameplay time, and it just it didn't. I don't know. There was something missing. It wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be too chaotic to the point where like i just don't know what's going on and it just it didn't feel polished and that was my biggest issue with it so yeah and then you I mean, you see halo how polished that that came out and right you're like why would i play this you know right. yeah, and, that, and that's another thing like it came out at a bad time because halo was right around the corner and you're like well i might as well play halo because it's such it's way more polished and i mean they're two different games in a sense but you know, it's just the better game, the better experience. Yeah, for sure. We'll throw we'll throw Call of Duty on there there too. Like Vanguard was kind of trashed. Mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your biggest disappointment this year? You're not going to agree with me right off the jump. I know this for a fact. You're going to be like, "What?" But biggest disappointment for me was actually the OLED model for Switch. Are you kidding? Me? Not not that I'm disappointed with the system itself. Like I have one and it's great, but as far as what was added to the Switch, there was all these reports saying it's going to have 4K and mm. all this kind of stuff. And then we finally get it and it's like it just has a better screen and a better dock and a stand. It's, it's bigger. It, it, it's bigger, but it wasn't like a like if you already had a Switch you really didn't need to upgrade to this. 
it's yeah, nice. but it's Don't also one of those things where like I can't go back to the old switch. But you, but like dock mode, you could because you wouldn't know the difference. Sure, that's that's the thing. Like as a home console, it did nothing, does nothing really different. But handheld wise, yes, it did. It did a ton difference. But there, for the average person, it wasn't big enough an upgrade to even consider changing it over to. You know, so that's kind of why I was kind of disappointed with when they did that because even them they were like yeah there's there's gonna be something coming out don't it's gonna be great and then it's just like oh okay well yeah but i mean i i kind of agree with you to a certain extent but put it this way every time i use my switch now it is handheld mode i haven't docked my switch unless i'm playing smash brothers with you guys and that that says something because before like if you guys knew i was always Docked always, one hundred percent. Even if, even if it was just. But I'm, were you docked because you had drift on your controller, Joy-Con? Mm, that could be it. That could have been it. Maybe I was just so like programmed to just put it docked, just because I knew that was going to be an issue. So like but, when this has, a, a, you know, this when your Joy-Con here gets drift, do you are you going to just dock it? You know what I mean. So it's yeah, like one yeah, of those yeah. things. But I don't know. I don't know. But I, I I I see what you're saying. I see where you're going with. But it it does make. Those little small changes that they made do make a difference. Like there is a not, I wouldn't say like a huge, major, significant difference as far as like, oh my god, I need to spend three hundred bucks for this. But it's again, it's one of those. Although I did spend the money for it, I now I can't go back to the old one because this side is so much greener. You're used to yeah, you're used to it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that was that was pretty much the the biggest one I had. There's other ones sprinkled in there, but we're not going to But I'm surprised that was, like, your biggest moment. Like, that was, like, your biggest disappointing moment of, of this year. Nothing else stood out to you that was, like, this was bad. Like, I was, I, I thought you were going to say Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Um, that wasn't necessarily, like, a game announcement or gaming piece news. That was just kind of the game came out, and it was, like, whatever. Because, like, you know? yeah, I, I guess that was, like, a little disappointing for me because... I was somewhat hyped to play that game, knowing that, oh, it's a Pokemon game, it's one that I've not played before, and, you know, it's going back to old games, old Pokemon games. Cool, right? But then, playing it, trying it out, and putting time on it, I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I can't do this. Like, I, I don't know if I can finish this anymore, because it's just repeating it's the same thing over and over, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm kind of getting bored. Yeah, that's how I thought. I didn't even get, I didn't even, like, really do the end game, like, the end game plus, and... I really hope Legends Arceus will fix that. Like it's the reason why this wasn't that this one wasn't that great is because they put all their resources into that game. Yeah, but we'll see because that comes out next month. Um, the end of this yeah. month. Six yeah. months. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you may be right. I, I, I I'm just surprised that you, that's your biggest disappointment. But, yeah. Well, guys, uh, that concludes. Episode 51 of the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. Just a couple of uh, things here. Next episode is going to be our 52nd episode, which means we have been doing this podcast for exactly one year. One year anniversary. One year anniversary of Project Tech Gaming. So it's going to be a fun episode. Let's hope so. Let's hope there's news to talk about (laughs) next week. You know what I mean? Well, definitely there there'll be some type of news, but if not, we'll we'll make it work and yeah, for sure. we'll uh we're definitely gonna go over a lot of uh 
past moments mm-hmm. during the pro- during the the podcast. Your favorite moments, my favorite moments, that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, do you have anything else to add, Kel, before we uh, we head out here? Uh, not really. I just uh, hope everyone has a great New Year's and stay safe out there. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week again. Yeah, we're, we'll we'll be hitting the New Year, you know. So we'll see you guys next year. Yeah, we'll see you guys next year again. Uh, follow us on social media, Project Tech Gaming. We're on every major streaming services uh, service. So just uh, you know, on, on Apple Podcasts especially. I think Spotify now you can rate us too. But just give us give us Absolutely. a rating, even if we suck, give us one just so we know. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys so much, and we'll catch you next week. See you guys.